0: This is What The Flux. I'm Brett and I'm Justin and it's Thursday, the 7th of October. Justin Oreo has teamed up with Pokémon to produce a limited edition lineup and boy oh boy are these cookies expensive. One particular ultra rare Pokémon Oreo sold for 10,000 US dollars on eBay. Wow. Just 6% of Australia's biggest 300 public companies mm-hmm. employ a female CEO. Really? And 62% of these companies have failed to put a woman in the executive team. So, there's still a long way to go on our equality journey, Fox fam. Three magnificent stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first... A2 Milk has been whacked with a class action lawsuit by none other than their very own not-too-impressed investors. (laughs) Not a good day to be a milk company without the A1 protein, Brett. What is the story? Okay, so A2 Milk is the ASX-listed milk company where milk is made without using the A1 protein. And they're worth nearly $5 billion thanks to their infant baby formula products, which are massive in China. But thanks to COVID making it difficult for overseas buyers to make purchases. And a big drop in the global birth rate. Yep, A2 has downgraded its earnings four times recently and shares have plunged 62%. But Brett, this is where things get a little bit dicey. Back in August 2020, A2 gave the full year 2021 company forecast to shareholders. And what did these babies say? Strong sales growth for the next 12 months. But then if you fast forward to September 2020 and the company wasn't exactly so chirpy. Nah, they downgraded their earnings in September. And then they downgraded again in December. And again in Feb and again in May. And now... Now they're facing a class action lawsuit led by law firm Slater & Gordon. So what's the key learning here? Company guidance is an informal report that a public company gives to its shareholders. Yeah, it shows how much a company expects to earn in the upcoming period. And Brett, it's basically the company's best guess at its upcoming earnings and it's based on things like sales pipelines, or maybe market conditions, as well as any upcoming spending. And here's the thing, investors base their investments on this company guidance. And of course, it can potentially trigger movements in shareholders prices. But in A2's case, Slater and Gordon reckon that the continuous downgrades were more of an ongoing issue rather than just tough times. And these lawyers reckon A2 wasn't completely honest about how much they knew back in August 2020 and reckon they have a case. Mm. For our second story, if you think it's tough to get your foot in the housing market now, it's about to get a whole lot tougher to get a home loan thanks to new tightened lending laws. Looks like the only houses we can afford are tree houses, Justin. (laughs) What's the story? All right. We all know house prices have been going up and up and up for a little while now. Data at the end of August showed that Aussie house prices are more than $100,000 higher than this time last year. That really hurts. And we know who to blame here. It's those pesky, pesky <laughs> low interest rates. Yeah. It's never been cheaper to borrow money and repay a loan. And as a result, people are borrowing around six times their income. This means that there's a teeny, okay, massive housing affordability <laughs> crisis in Australia. So the government has had one thing left to do. Operation Tighten These Lending Laws. <laughs> and what does that actually mean? The banking regulator is increasing the serviceability buffer by 0.5%. So what's the key learning here? When you're looking to take out a home loan, one of the most important criteria that banks look at is your serviceability of the loan. And serviceability literally means your ability to service a loan, mm-hmm. i.e. meet repayments on the loan. And Brett, the bank or the lender will look at your income, they'll also look at your expenses, and they'll see whether you've got enough cash to make the mortgage repayments each month. That all makes sense. It all makes sense. More cash than expenses, So. I'm serviceable? <laughs> well, kind of. But the banks are also required to add a serviceability buffer. Here's how it works, Juzzy boy. Say your home loan interest rate is 3%. The bank would actually apply a 2.5% serviceability buffer on that. So the bank would need to make sure you could meet repayments with a 5.5% interest rate. Makes sense. 3% interest rate and 2.5% serviceability buffer. 5.5%. And now, Brett, that's been increased by another 0.5%. And as the serviceability buffer buffer goes up, your ability to borrow money goes down. So, it potentially puts a stop to house price rises as more Aussies get pushed out of the market. For our third and final story, PepsiCo, the owner of Pepsi and Pepsi Max, Gatorade and Mm -hmm. the list goes on, has been raising its drink prices and Pepsi says more price hikes could be on the way. Pepsi, bring home the fizzy and salty goods, Brett. Mm -hmm. Tell me more. Alright, so Pepsi's long been the less cool younger brother (laughs) of Coke. Regardless, Pepsi's still got a huge market share of the carbonated soft drinks market. We're talking nearly 26% and it's now worth a whopping 208 billion US dollars. Now Pepsi's earnings and their revenue they actually smashed analysts' expectations even though there were supply chain issues and their price hikes. Its revenue climbed 9% largely thanks to an increase in product prices. So what is the key learning here? Generally when a company increases its prices it causes customers to buy less of that product. So brands try many different ways to hide the price increase. Remember when Cadbury cut down the size of a chocolate box by almost a fifth but only reduced the prices by 20 cents? That is a cheeky way to hide the price increase. Yeah. But other companies like Pepsi, they're just tackling the issue straight on. They're just flat out increasing prices. And Brett, it seems like Pepsi's kind of wearing Survivor's immunity necklace. (laughs) Their customers are just so loyal they tend to buy the products no matter what. Which means it can increase prices without sabotaging its sales. So far. Flux Fam, this month is Flux's Credit Score Restore Month. And we're going to teach you how to whip your credit score into shape so you can smash your financial goal, Like buying a house, getting a new car, or even paying down your debt. So make sure you download the Flux app, check your credit score so you can get all the tips and tricks for improving. The link will also be in the show notes. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.